conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. First Rand had announced its incoming CEO that will replace its outgoing CEO, Alan Pullinger, early next year. It's named Mary Vilagazi as its incoming CEO. Uh, Mary, good morning. Thank you so much for your time. Welcome to SFM Sunrise. Firstly, congratulations. This is big, not just for you and your family, but also for South Africa and the world of banking. We certainly will toast to this uh, next time we are at the Johannesburg Philharmonic Orchestra, which should be later this month. I know you don't miss it, so that will be exciting. Uh, but how do you feel? Thank you very much, Oliver. And um, you are, I'm disarming you of Mum Mary, and I know why you would want to call me that. <laughs> <laughs> my, look, my apologies. My apologies for that. <laughs> but Mary Villegas, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, no, Oliver, it's, it's been, um, I guess, accepting the role. And when the board told me, um, you know, I, I, I was already overwhelmed at the time. But I have to say, I've really been overwhelmed by, I guess, how the news have been received, um, yeah. you know, internally and outside. And and as you say, I you know, I appreciate the significance um, of of the appointment. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I'll f- hopefully next year, um, next week, I'm calm again. Um, there's still a business to run, <laughs> lots mm. of things to do. Yeah, no, but very proud. <laughs> yeah, uh, to this now, um, and importantly you're going to have to answer a very important question, and that is, what does the future of banking look like and what role will banking institutions, especially First Rand as a leading banking institution, play in that? Uh, Banks, uh, especially uh, uh, commercial banks, are facing a lot of challenge from the telecommunications industry, which has taken over a lot of the flow of money. First Rand has a strong commercial banking balance sheet, but its retail balance sheet is facing the same level of competition that other uh, uh, commercial banking retail, uh, my apologies, retail bank uh, balance sheets are facing. Have you thought deeply about the future about of banking in that context? So, um, Oliver, I'd say, you know, I guess these are themes we've been preparing for, um, and, and I suppose that our, our strategy, a lot of our strategies speak to how we how we defend our, our customer franchises and our customer base, um, and also how we also start providing those services that um, you know some of the the new entrants are are going to be introducing. So we we generally, um, I mean, I guess our job is to understand what's coming at us, and then respond quickly. So and sometimes we're a bit late to respond, but you know we do eventually catch up. So if I can give you um, an example, I guess if you look at what Jacques Hilaire is going to actually be doing. Yeah. It's focusing on those non-banking services, um, at least non-traditional financial services offerings. Um, and in there, you know, it will be exactly, you know, I guess the, the mobile operators, um, we already have F&B Connect on, in our stable. Um, that's only available to F&B customers. And going forward, we want those kind of offerings and more lifestyle offerings um, to be products that we lead with instead of maybe a banking relationship. So we are also positioning ourselves as well, um, you know, to participate and, and compete. So, yeah, so I guess it, um, we will compete in the traditional banking space and also tr- um, compete in areas where, you know, the niche areas that come up as an entrance for other people into financial services. 
Yeah, uh, to a, a great deal of surprise, Rand Merchant Bank did really well uh, during COVID-19. At least, you know, commercial banks entirely did really, really well. But that was because it was a state of crisis, effectively. We're now coming to a point where the economy is not growing. And if the economy is not growing, businesses are not growing, commercial banks uh, do not grow at, this, at, at the rate that they would at least want to promise shareholders. How big of a threat is the state of the economy uh, to that part of the first round business? So I'd say overall the, the state of the economy matters a lot because I think if you track the growth of, um, of, 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 of banks, it tracks very closely to nominal um, GDP growth. Yes, yeah. So you know, I mean, and, and we are big, um, so therefore, we, I mean, it's very. We try very hard to outperform the system growth, but at some stage, you know, it's, it, it and um, one does get limited. So how do we ensure that we get beyond um, system growth? We have to continue. We have to steal market share. Yeah. We have to do better than our competitors. So that's a, that's that's a start. Um, obviously, look after what we have. Steal market share. Have some, um, you know, refresh our value propositions, you know, all across um, our customer segments, and then be very targeted, because you know, even during COVID, there were still some businesses that were winners, you know. Yeah. Ag- agriculture didn't stop, um, and I suppose we'd, you'd see a lot of growth in that. So we have to be quite data driven, understand, I guess, where the flows are going to be. Um, and 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 chase that, you know, Oliver. So I guess it's not a um, it, even when even when things then still like we we saw during the pandemic, there's still activity in other places. Yeah. Um, but but right now, that's where well, you're right. The cycle is um, definitely not on the side of the consumers. Consumers are under pressure. Interest rates are high. Inflation is high, and we can see that restricting demand um, for for credit. And also just, you know, slower transactional activity. People are looking at their budgets a little bit more closely. But we see growth in the commercial segment. Um, I think that, you know, yeah. just, just below large corporate segments, um, I think there's still a lot of activity there. Um, and businesses actually have got the balance sheet to invest. Yeah. Maybe and confidence is the issue, um, but they certainly have the ability to do that. Yeah. And just lastly, in 30 seconds, if you can give me an answer on this, you use the term beyond banking. You've given somewhat of an answer to that. Jacques Silius pivoting towards uh, a fintech uh, approach in in, in, in FNB, which it has been a pioneer of in South Africa for quite some time if you compare it to other big banks. But what do you mean by beyond banking? What do you mean by beyond? Well, I mean, I guess it's where you started your question, Oliver, around, you know, banks are under threat. Um, because, you know, I guess so many of our revenue pools are attractive to other players as well. So we want to make sure that we're not only staying a bank, um, but that actually we participate in anything else that leverage that is quite closely um, linked to capabilities and skills that we have in, in the group. Um, and, you know, I mean, I suppose that could extend to something like providing our own platforms as a service to another provider in another market. So mm. we it it ranges from the small things to actually really thinking what capabilities do we have and what value can they unlock mm. in other places and particularly lost at South Africa as I say because you know here we'll make sure we are disrupting ourselves and defending our market share but in other markets we can play quite differently yeah. so 
Thank you so much for that, uh, Mary. Look, your personal story is also an incredible story. I hope that one day we can sit down and profile you on that year on SAFM. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's one that's instructive and inspiring. And look, I hope to see you soon and we can celebrate this. Thank you so much for your time. Definitely see you at the Philharmonic concerts, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Mary Vigalazzi, incoming CEO of First Rand.